0: everyone, welcome to the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. My name is Scott Sweitzer. I am your host. I am the Clydesdale. We love to do fitness and these are my friends. What's up, Amy and Kat? Hello. So the first thing we want to do is we have to do our little shout out to our favorite company in the whole wide world and that is RX Smart Gear. Uh, They are an amazing company, best jump ropes in the business. Uh, The open is coming and you know double unders are going to be a part of it. So if you want to have the best jump rope when you're doing your double unders, uh, go to rxmarkgear.com, use the code Clydesdale15, all caps, and you'll get 15% off that brand new jump rope. And you can pick the colors, you can pick patterns on your handles, you can pick the weight of the rope. Um, It's awesome. It's all customizable and it's sized to fit you and uh, it'll help you get your double unders done in the open this year. Also, we are still trying to get to a thousand YouTube subscribers. Uh, We had a little push and we're still trickling in some new subscribers this week, Uh, but we really are pushing for that thousand. So uh, if we get to 300 soon, uh, we will draw a name and that person will win an RX Smart Gear Jump Rope for free.
1: And we're getting close to the open, so you better start liking and subscribing so you can get your jump rope for the open.
0: And we're trying to do some special things for the open uh, that are gonna be very YouTube based. So you may wanna subscribe now because uh, we're hoping to have at least one special guest uh, on the open announcement nights uh, to kind of go over what the open workouts are and to give you tips and tricks on how to do your open workouts this year. So make sure you subscribe to that YouTube channel so you know when those videos are released. So, uh, one more thing I want to add before we jump into this week's episode is we have now hit our 60th country that we have listeners in around the world. And this one, I've never even heard of it. So uh, it is pretty crazy. It is Bonaire, Sint, Eustatius, and Saba. Is
2: that I all one word?
0: It's it's three. I think it's three components that make one country. Okay. <laughs> I love it. So, you know, it's cool that we have listeners in places that, you know, now I want to explore and find more about this place and, uh, yeah. and that, but thank you so much for listening and the other 59 countries around the world. That's awesome uh, that we keep growing that number. Uh, so the first bit of business actually happened almost immediately after we went off the air last week. And that is that Sarah Sigmund's daughter made it official that she was joining uh, Training Think Tank and Max as her coach. And uh, I think that's a good move. Um, I think he's the right coach for Sarah. She's tried a lot of different things, uh, but he is really good at the, the mind aspect of competing. And I think that he did wonders for Noah uh, to make him, a happier CrossFitter again, and hopefully he can do the same for Sarah. Any thoughts on that? No, no thoughts. Kat's favorite coach.
2: I know. Well, yeah, Max is my favorite coach. I'm still annoyed that he has like removed all of his Instagram posts from Instagram. So we can't really communicate with Max right now. um, Aside from watching his podcast and seeing his appearances. So um yeah I guess I guess we'll see it'd be great if she could get her you know her body over here um because I know she's probably stuck in Iceland right now so you know I guess more to come I know that she has like I think she has a new dog or I've I've seen her and her dog lately yeah I don't know I just worry that she's not super serious about stuff I, I guess it's hard with the way the seasons have panned out and the pandemic and everything else it's it's hard for some people to get serious about the sport again so
1: just looking forward to seeing her be competitive I guess my thoughts were and to be fair I I don't have a lot of experience or knowledge of Max but I, I was just kind of feeling that maybe Justin would be a good coach for her just to help her with some of the I think he would love on her and give her some some inner you know more confidence, and I think she also needs some of that. You mean you mean Justin Kotler? Yes, as a coach. Yeah. Okay.
0: I think I think Max is very similar in that way, but he he is a little more um, strategic um, and analytical um, and less emotional, and just about like and and you know. Noah switched to that like what is it happy uh hungry, healthy hungry healthy happy healthy
2: hungry 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 hippo I don't know something
0: yeah. yes yeah hungry healthy happy I think is what it is and um and that really that moved Noah into a new league of competitors when he got that mindset back and so I'm hoping the same can be done for Sarah in the, in that respect so um, yeah, I just, just, I
1: think, I think
2: most people just think like, oh, here we go again, you know, like another coach and, you know,
1: people like to be cynical and. Yeah. I just think she hasn't found the right fit for her and what her style is. And, and I think she's been evolving as a person and as an athlete and may not have known what her style was.
0: And I think, I think it's, it's good for people to know that she's been with him for a little while now. The announcement was just made. But it's not like she said, ooh, the open's coming and I'm going to hire somebody. This has been in the works for a while. And uh, we actually found out about it a while ago, but we're sworn to secrecy. Um, And so, uh, yeah, this has been a few months in the works that she's already been working with him. Um, So she got an early jump on this. This isn't just something that happened uh, last week, so... She's one of my favorites, so I'm hoping that this is, this is the key for her. And I'll add some more about it when we get to best thing from the internet. But um, so the next thing is Eric Rose's quarterly town hall meeting. Um, I, I watched it this morning. Uh, I wasn't able to get on when it was live last week, but uh, it, was, it was really well done. This one was actually uh, pre-recorded. Um, And then they put it out, but it had slides. it It had an opening that was so cool. If you have not seen it, the first two minutes of it, it takes the CrossFit name and makes it transparent. And then video footage is showing behind the letters and it's games athletes. It's common average Joes. It's people you've seen in CrossFit documentaries. It's L1s, it's all kinds of stuff just kind of flashing in the letters. And it it's honestly one of the best pieces of CrossFit media I've seen in a long time because it really does show kind of the diversity that they want and the inclusion of all people. And so I thought that was really cool. And then um, they, cut, they started off the meeting with an in-memoriam section where they um, honored... CrossFitters who had passed away in the last quarter, um, which included our friend Jeff. um, And then um, the FBI agent, that the hero workout was just done for. um, So that I thought that was a a nice thing. And there was kind of like a moment of silence after that. And then they got into their diversity, equity and inclusion team, um, where they announced that Casey Jordan, who's a coach at Wave CrossFit. Jennifer Hunter-Smith, who's the owner of CrossFit Garden City, Uh, Wiley Belisic, the owner of CrossFit Center City, Uh, Chandler Smith, games athlete, U.S. Army, Athena Perez, owner of Scaled Nation CrossFit, Dylan King, owner of Flambeau Fitness, Uh, Amy West, CrossFit Games Medical Team, Sean Jordan, member Hornets Nest CrossFit, Aaron Camolo, trainer, CrossFit Stealth. And Mason Alberts, the member, a member of CrossFit NCR. And so they, they posted their pictures. Uh, they are of all different colors, ethnicities. Um, and what I like too is that you have a volunteer, you have some affiliate owners, you have some members, um, you have a games athlete. It was, it's a nice mix of uh, different people uh, throughout the CrossFit space.
2: Yeah, yeah, they did it. Yeah, they did a nice job, you know, at first attempt of, of making it really um, diverse and inclusive, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice job. And, um, you know, we did an interview last night where um, one of our guests was really happy with what had happened with that. Uh, and you'll see that on Monday, and we'll announce who that is at the, at the end of the show. But um, it, it was someone who deaffiliated. And has now made the decision to reaffiliate because of what's being done in this in this avenue. Uh, The next thing up was Castro update Dave Castro updated info with the open. Um, It's all stuff that we've told you about on here over the last couple weeks. Um, I think the only thing that's been announced since was there will be two spots for men and women at the last chance.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, have we talked about the fact that there's going to be announcements?
0: We have not.
2: Okay. Maybe the announcements
0: are back. back. That's a big one.
2: Yeah, that makes me all super excited. Be, they're all gonna be at their offices in... Colorado? No, California. Okay. I'm gonna get the, the town wrong, but Santa Clara? California. Santa Cruz? No, not Santa Cruz. Santa Clarita, Hmm. Margarita, (laughs) something. Clarita Dias. (laughs) Corona, I don't know. Yeah, they're all gonna be done there.
0: It hasn't officially been announced that Dave will be the one doing the announcement, but CrossFit is going to be running the announcements. And speculation is that most likely it will be Dave. Yeah, especially
2: Um, if it's like in his office.
0: Uh, They also said that Dave, uh, or Dave said that there's something new coming this year in the open, and it's a test for the whole community to rally around.
1: Can't be good. (laughs) (laughs) good. Every time I get my anxiety under control in order for the open, then we're going to. Right. Yeah.
0: It's probably something simple and he's just doing it to mess with us.
1: Probably. hope so.
0: So that Dave's part was pretty, um, we talked about it already and it was pretty short. And then he talked about affiliate support and the impact of COVID-19. And the first thing he really talked about was the support aspect and all of the gyms that had let their affiliate status uh, lapse and how they made a conscientious effort to reach out to all of those people. And he actually showed numbers of like how many phone calls how many emails, um, how many voicemail messages were left to get in touch with these people. And he said a lot of the conversations were over an hour in length once they talked to these people. And it was a big effort by uh, CrossFit LLC. And since then, 1,000 laps gyms have reaffiliated. And they anticipate another 500 plus in the next 60 days.
2: Great.
0: So that's a, that's a huge turn uh, for where we were. Then he talked about the big elephant and that is COVID-19 and how it's affecting CrossFit. And uh, he was saying that, you know, in the U S uh, there's a couple st- air like California is really the only state with a mandatory shutdown right now. Um, and so CrossFit is doing okay in the United States with some restrictions but in Italy, France, the UK, Germany and the Netherlands, they are all mandatory shutdown countries.
1: Okay, well, um, I follow one of the gyms that I went to dropped in in Italy and they're definitely still doing things outside.
0: Yeah, I'm only going by the chart he showed.
1: Okay, just I'm just going by what social media is showing me. Yeah, I think it, I think that means inside operations. Yeah, that's what that's my down. guess. I mean, because yeah. they're doing it publicly, so I don't think that they would be.
2: Yeah, and I I think his point was that most of the people in those regions are experiencing winter right now, and that outside's not necessarily you know the mm-hmm. greatest option, but certainly there are places in southern Italy that you know mm-hmm. can go outside. And...
0: Yeah, he said that the good news of it was though that. Uh, COVID was, be, was on the downturn in eight of the 10 countries that of the top 10 affiliate sites, other than France and Italy. Mm-hmm. And there they're experiencing another uptick. But the, the, the other eight countries are all experiencing downturns in the number of COVID cases. And they've done some research, and there's really no correlation between um, gyms. Or fitness facilities and COVID spread. Yeah, there's so. been
1: studies that have come out. Did you see that one? And Morning Chalk Up showed it, um, and it was because of ventilation. I mean, if you can provide ventilation, and and a lot of those places are warehouses, right. where with you can open up that that garage door and offer some circulation.
0: Yeah, yeah. So hopefully, hopefully we're getting near the end of COVID, uh, but who knows? Um, Because I thought Italy was on the recovery and now apparently they're seeing another uptick. Um, He also said that they're on pace to add 750 new affiliates this year during COVID, which blew him away.
1: We know why. I mean, before that. Prospect Clarity.
2: Yeah. yeah. In 2020 for sure.
1: Yeah. But I'm saying opened in, during COVID. Yeah.
0: When well, he said all it tells him is that there is people desperate for a healthy lifestyle and a community. And they're anticipating a surge once COVID is done mm-hmm. and more affiliates opening up across the world.
2: Yeah. It makes me, it makes you wonder in a normal year, how many affiliates how many new affiliates were coming on board? Cause that number has to be X times 750, right? Uh, I would imagine.
0: Well, there's what, 15, I mean, yeah. there's 15,000 worldwide. And so, but that's, all. that's almost like 8%. Yeah.
2: So uh, that- I'd just be curious to know what it is compared compared to. I mean, it sounds absolute. It sounds like a big number, but. Yeah. What was it before?
0: The other thing they talked about, uh, Nicole Carroll came on and said that they have created a new onboarding program for people who may not have the courage to just walk into a CrossFit gym. And it allows them to kind of explore through an online means uh, to walk through some steps um, with the final step of that online program, sitting down and scheduling a visit to a CrossFit affiliate. So it's not designed to take the on-ramping away from the affiliates. It's designed to create a safe atmosphere for people to explore and then get signed up with an affiliate. And it's, they showed some examples of the course, and it looks very much like the online L1. Um, definitely like a different tact with it, but done in the same module fashion. Um, where like Chuck Carswell comes on and talks about one aspect, and they have a demo person going through the movements, um, but they ha- it's all the same players: James Hobart, Chuck Carswell, Jenny Orr. Um, all those people are do- are the people in the video doing the demos and the instruction. So looked really good, and then there's links from that to um, the static pictures that we all have seen in, um, you know. What a deadlift looks like, and you see the red shirt kind of going through the different stages of the deadlift. Um, so it was, it looked really good to me. The last thing uh, that they really talked about was uh, the, the legislation that we talked about last week, the $30 billion um, bill that was introduced. And they said that they need everybody to reach out to uh, gymcoalition.org. And write a letter to your legislators to let them know what this means to you. Because the more the constituents tell uh, their legislators, the better chance the bill has of passing. And the big thing that, that Eric mentioned was that it is up to a year salary replaced for every coach, owner. Um, and so it's it's a lot. And it could, it could really change the fortunes of, of CrossFit gyms uh, as we try to come out of this COVID thing. So, gymcoalition.org. Check that out. Make sure you write to your legislators and let them know what your gym means to you. All right. So, that was the roundtable. Did either of you have a chance to even look at it? I know it was... It was late last week.
2: I I was on. I was on the call. Yeah, and I'm going to talk a little bit about some of the things they talked about in uh, our segment later on. Okay.
0: Cool. Yeah. All right. So uh, the other news that came out uh, recently is that uh, open registration is lagging a little bit this year, Um, and again, they think it's due to COVID and people not sure if uh, they're going to have a place to do the workouts and stuff like that, but. They said that last year's numbers are well within reach um, to surpass those and then to steadily go after those other numbers from years past. Um, But, yeah, they are lagging a little bit. So if you've not signed up for the Open, make sure you do that. Games.crossfit.com. Go check it out. Sign up. Um, They're they're
2: going to to get a massive influx of people the weekend that the workouts are released. I think people are just super skeptical about, you know, they don't understand how it's going to work and I'm not convinced that this foundation thing's going to be for me and, you know, is scaled really going to be scaled and and all of that. So, um, you know, I hope they knock it out of the park in terms of choosing a a workout wisely for that first opening week. And then it gets a lot of people rallied and and they get their numbers up. So,
1: okay. You signed up yet?
2: Oh yeah. I, I signed up like okay. the day. I got the thing. We okay. have, um, actually there's one, two, three, four, five, six people in my, under my affiliate signed up for the open,
1: which is awesome.
0: Wow, oh, trying to go team.
1: Like <laughs> yes. how many hats do you wear at your gym? Because you're the founder, the owner, the head judge. The athlete, record, coach. Yes. This is a lot.
2: Toilet, toilet cleaner, floor scrubber. Yep. Maintenance, uh, maintenance person. Yeah. It's, it's fun. But yeah, we have a, I have a bunch of kids actually signed up, which is really cool. I have like three, three or four teenagers and, uh, and a couple guys and gals. So it's going to be fun.
1: Awesome.
0: That's really cool. I'm, I'm so happy for you. That's awesome.
2: Yeah, it's exciting.
0: Uh, so the next thing is uh, we have a little romance in the air. And uh, two of my favorite people. And I'm going to try to get both of them on this podcast at some point. But Dan Bailey and Alexandra Lachance made it Instagram official yesterday that they are dating. Or maybe it was Sunday. It was because it was Valentine's Valentine's Day. Day. Yeah, it was Valentine's Day. Sorry. We're filming this Tuesday night. Um, And, you know, Dan has taken a lot of grief over the years about his dating life and not finding that person. Uh, And it was so cool to see that on Instagram because she's she's awesome. And. Uh, for me, it's exciting because I've noticed, I looked at her Instagram, it appears that she is living here in Columbus now, because all of her workout uh, videos are from CrossFit Bexley. Mm-hmm.
2: Things are getting pretty serious. <laughs> say so. I like it.
0: But I got, I got to see her live um, when she made the games mm-hmm. uh, that one year, and so uh, I always, she kind of came out of nowhere that year. And it was fun watching her and, and then she wanted to concentrate on Olympic lifting. And so just kind of disappeared.
2: She was grid too. Wasn't she in grid?
0: I believe that's where I first
2: sort of was introduced to her and did Dan ever do grid or no? I don't
0: think so. If he did, it was, he like signed up, but I don't think he ever did a workout.
2: Got it. Okay. Interesting.
0: Yeah. Some sponsors kind of put the kibosh on some of the athletes. Mm -hmm. I know when grid first went up so they said they had signed and then never actually got to participate but also um in dan's youtube video this last week he talks about what his intentions are for the open and he said that he's doing the open he had a couple nagging injuries where he could only train an hour and a half to three hours a day
1: oh poor guy well (laughs) he's also been working on this darn barn forever like i don't know how he fits in time to do anything
2: else um, he's going he has a
1: girlfriend now that's <laughs> what he that's what
2: he's
0: been you know the the cool thing is he said he's gonna do the open and he said you know he's been asked a ton over the years about masters and he'd always said no but he misses competing so bad that if masters is the way to get back to the games he is going to participate in the masters this year
2: yeah and remember he was at masters fitness collective he saw the energy and, you know, that was a top notch, you know, event for masters. It made them feel, you know, they were, they were the the stars of the show. And I think that hopefully helped him, you know, get comfortable with the idea of competing. And he probably got to see, you know, some of his competition, like the dudes in his age group. And he's probably like, I can beat them.
0: <laughs> Let's go. Well, was he there or yeah. was it his alter ego?
2: Uh, no, he was there. <laughs> he was definitely there.
0: I saw Danny Broflex.
2: Yep. Nope. For sure. Mr. Bailey was in attendance because he was going to do, he was supposed to do that workout that like Mars and Heber did. And we were talking to him behind the scenes, like, Hey, you know, who's going to do the workout? And he's like, yeah, no, I'm not, it's not going to happen today. And it was, you know, something about the training that he had done the day before was not conducive to a million muscle ups and a, uh, and assault bike or whatever, but yeah.
0: So uh, the next thing I want, we're going to share is, is Kat sent a text out last night about an achievement that is just unbelievable. And unreal. that is new CrossFit Mayhem team athlete, Taylor Williamson did the rogue challenge about hugging the sandbag. And she held the sandbag for 19 minutes in like six seconds. Yeah,
2: I mean, unreal.
0: There was a post just a couple hours ago about someone who clipped her video and at the 12 minute mark, she held the sandbag with one arm and she said, I just need a little shake.
2: Oh my God. You're and then, then the other,
0: and he, then the guy said, at that point, both of my arms were blown. There was no way.
2: She, and she won the, she, didn't she win the assault bike challenge or the echo bike? I think so. Yeah. Somebody, somebody wrote on her thing. I remember when she posted that Um, It was probably like Kelsey Keel, you know, one of her friends. And they said, like, "Um, can you let someone else win, please? (laughs) Can someone else win one of these? She's a beast. I mean,
0: she's a bad ass.
2: Yeah. I mean, I don't even I don't even like sort of giving her the title of like mayhem team athlete like that seems like beneath her, even though that is like the pinnacle of anybody in CrossFit, like that doesn't seem important enough of a title to give her
0: i think what it Seriously. shows me is it's scary as hell because you team her and rich together Whew. and they're willing to go to that place yeah and do yeah. those types of things yeah. that is going to be scary
2: yeah i mean it wasn't it was before then i was considering an affiliate team but as soon as i saw that bear hug challenge i was like no nah, we can't crossfit clarity and not have a team <laughs> The Open. there's no way <laughs> can't be done
0: yeah, you may just have to settle with the semifinals this year.
2: I mean, I couldn't even pick that sandbag up. I would yeah. have to, someone would have to put it on a box for me and I'd have to like, you know, get it, pick it up from the box, which is not allowed. You have to pick it up from the ground. And, you know, I might last five seconds.
0: Yeah, 10, I had to pick but... up the cheese curds at the games and they were only 100. Yeah, a
1: hundred. And it's
0: still not, when you're hurrying to try to get it up. Oh my gosh. Yeah,
1: Is it 150 and, and 200? Yep. Yeah, I'm out.
2: I don't think I've ever been able, I mean, I don't think I've ever even tried, but I, I wouldn't be dumb enough to try. I don't think. Cause I've just hurt myself. Yeah. I have like yeah. a 72 pound at home and that hurts enough. <laughs> wow. Can't imagine. So impressive. So impressive.
0: Yeah. Those pills are cause the pill, I don't know if people, you have to like get the sand to evenly distribute under your hands oh, just yeah. to get it off the floor. Right. They're But, but anyway, so awesome. she is, she is a freak and uh, <laughs> this is going to be fun to watch this year.
2: Yeah.
0: And her partner just won the fittest experience. Yeah.
2: yeah Andrea has no slouch.
0: Yeah. This is going to be nuts. So then uh, we have Matt's new YouTube channel <laughs> and you know, our hashtag row to a thousand, he has already received his plaque from YouTube for gaining a hundred thousand YouTube subscribers.
1: Oh,
2: we just won a thousand. That's it.
0: And he is we just
2: need to get him to mention ours once.
0: He has two videos.
2: That's what that's what we should do. We should reach (laughs) out to anybody that knows Matt Fraser. Can you just give him like can you just try to get him to post our little YouTube link just once on his story to just say, hey, go follow. So go subscribe. Do me a favor. Chief. Go to Chief. Yeah. Unreal.
0: So um Yeah, that, that's just crazy. And the content I'm excited for, um, they themselves were saying, well, this is kind of boring to start there because the first one was just a retirement montage, right? That, Mm -hmm. that kind of rogue had put together for him to be able to put up on the, on the channel first. This next one was, they did a little workout. They were messing around in the kitchen. They sat down at the dining room table and they said, well, I know this one's boring, but this is what we're going to do in the future. And I was like, I'm captivated.
2: Yeah it's not, they're, they're very interesting. I want to know two things. So Sammy used to do this little segment called like talking with my mouthful or something. It was, yeah. That's like my favorite part when they were sitting down eating, like literally stuffing their faces and just talking about whatever. I just thought it was so authentic, um, and interesting. I hope they do more of those because I really enjoy those. And my second question is who's behind the camera.
1: Mm. Who's, Who's the person
0: they had to have hired somebody.
1: I want it, i want that job
0: to do oh, yeah, all. yeah just the,
1: like christy and, the, and patrick they have somebody yeah. doing all of their filming
2: yeah i just want to know who's lucky enough to get to sort of like be their sidekicks for the rest of time yeah Pretty cool cool gig
0: you know matt matt keeps his friends close and like takes care of them yeah so but the, i'm sure they're responsible for all the editing and posting and
2: i know how to do that i know i'm getting there
0: I know you've been killing it lately. It's <laughs> um, oh, a, a fun thing. So I'm just excited for this and it's going to be fun. And, and I'm with you. When they were at the table talking with their mouthful, it um, was great. And there, there's a, I'm going to save it for my best thing for the internet, but so much to talk about there. So I added one thing to the agenda before we get into crew updates. And that is um, just before we came on the air, Dave Castro added on his Instagram story, some smack talk to Josh Bridges.
1: No, we can't talk about that right now. <laughs> Is that your favorite thing from the internet? Yes. <laughs> well, let's uh, just go. We, can, I'll we stop. can
0: go out of
2: order. We can, we can start talking about it now. Okay.
0: Is it the one that just came out about the games? Yeah. Okay. Then Where I'll he stop. throws
1: a temper tantrum? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I'll, I'll leave it. We'll leave it for later. Little teaser. Okay. You got to stay with us a couple more minutes. <laughs> I love it. All right, so now we're gonna get into crew updates. And another thing that I didn't put on the overall agenda, but something we need to talk about is someone has a birthday this okay. Saturday and we're not gonna be back on the air before that happens.
2: Nope, I'll have some ice cream later to celebrate.
0: Yes, um, but no fruit on it. No. No, <laughs> that would be. Is it peanut butter cup ice cream?
2: No, so here's the thing. So my, um, my aunt used to live in Sacramento. And her son lives in Bend, Oregon, and they're oh, all yeah. foodies. And apparently yeah. there's this brand of ice cream out of Oregon called Tillamook, T-T-I-L-L-A-M-O-O-K, mm-hmm. T-I-L-L-A-M-O-O-K, Tillamook. Mm-hmm. Um, and it hasn't been available on the East Coast, um, or at least, you know, not widely available or known about. And when we went to her house for whatever the last occasion was, maybe it was Christmas or my dad was in town and we went and had dinner with her because she lives in Delaware now. Um, she said, they have Tillamook ice cream at the giant, you know, and it's from Oregon. And it's the best ever.. And, whoa. So we had this apple cake with the vanilla ice cream. and it was delicious. you know, I'm, I'm all about like a creamery type ice cream, like right from the cow, real thick, lots of, you know, buttermilk and whatnot. It was pretty good. Well, of course, someone like on Facebook puts on my feed that, you know, the local Acme has Tillamook now in like eight gazillion flavors. So I'm like, I'm there. Um, And I go and I'm expecting pints, right? Like my little Ben and Jerry's pints. No, they're like two and a half quarts or like (laughs) almost a half a gallon, but not really like more than half a gallon. And these big tubs with like all different kinds of flavors. So um, we've had three so far. We've tried three of the 12 flavors. Um, And it's, you know, it's hard for me not to drive by the grocery store and just like, well, let's try another flavor. Uh, They have like a strawberry and like a blueberry pie, which again, I'm not a huge fan of, but they have um, like a toffee crunch. They had a malted milk, something or other. Um, Eliana got something called monster cookie, which is like, it has like oatmeal and M&Ms and peanut butter and cookie dough in it. Um, that one I didn't love so much, but the ice cream part is delicious. So Tillamook ice cream, who knew? Mm. It's a thing. I'd be curious to know if any of our listeners have heard of it or or enjoy it
0: and your dad's coming in for your birthday
2: Yep. supposedly there's a great big storm coming like the hour he's supposed to land on thursday so he'll be in town thursday or friday for a week um, to hang out and you know try living in delaware and seeing what that's like because that's still some of his tentative plans for for permanent uh residency so we'll see how that goes but yeah i'm excited cool well
0: happy birthday from the crew thank you
2: happy birthday
0: all right, so uh, nutrition challenge. I'm loving hearing all this ice cream being tried and eaten. <laughs> um, so um, I had a much better week this week with my points
1: because I got a
0: couple workouts in. I got a couple nights of seven hours of sleep. So I ended up with 25 points this week.
1: Good.
2: I am at 23. <gasps> I'm working
1: out that much well amy you gotta pick me up babe i did 28 28 28 i had uh a few nights a few days of fives good that's awesome i
0: don't think i've ever put it together to get a five either i didn't sleep enough on a day or i didn't work out on the day
1: -hmm. right so then but then on days where i'm like well i didn't sleep so i might as well have some wine tonight because i already lost a point
2: (laughs) (laughs) so you're either like five points or two points is that (laughs)
1: But my, I have the like, easiest. Good. It's easy for me because I mean I coach at least five, four or five days a week. Like so, if I'm driving there, I can convince myself to, like to do a workout. Like so, that mm-hmm. I'm always going to get that point, and then I'm always going to get vegetables. Like those are always my my go-to for sure. So it's it's yeah. usually sleep yeah. is the one I'm. Mm. We make the perfect
2: teammates. I swear because like for me, it's I'm always going to get the sleep. Yeah. Because I, you know, I make my own hours and I can figure yeah. out, you know, when I need to go to bed and wake up, I can always get the no soda, no alcohol because yeah. I don't drink. And, you know, I don't really like soda. Um, so those are my two gimmies all yeah. the time. The workout ones have been tough. I've still only worked out like once I worked out last Friday, last Friday and Saturday. And then yeah. I haven't worked out since, but oh. it's, I'm making excuses, but it's like, you know, I have two hours free and that's when I go to the CrossFit gym to work out. But I've been trying to sell this car and I've needed like two hours to be around for people to come and, you know, take it to the mechanic and test drive it and all that kind of stuff. So hopefully tomorrow I can, uh, I'm scheduled to go to the seven thirty class. So if it happens in the morning, I'm usually good to go. Like
1: I, yeah. I will not miss that. Well, today was unusual because I was supposed to coach, um, a five and six and there's a snow and I didn't, I had to cancel the class cause my car got stuck in the middle of the road. Oh, geez. Oh, geez. So I had to have a rescue team, known as my husband, come out and try to dig me out. We didn't get that happen, but anyways, I got to the gym around eleven. But it was a good thing because I had a snow day today. But it
0: worked.
2: That's insane.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: My big news is uh, I took your guys' advice, and I sold my rower.
2: Good stuff.
0: And uh, gonna buy an. Uh, I want to buy an Echo bike. Uh, but Rogue is out of them. Mm. Um, so I tried to reach out to one of our gym members. Gym, she's a coach at our gym who works at Rogue to see if they have any, like they're just not publicly putting it on the website, but do they have one just sitting around? I right. mean, not that I want a discount or anything. Like I just want to buy yeah. one. Um, and uh, I haven't heard back. So, um, But worst comes to, sh- push comes to shove. I'll just get into Salt Pike
1: Well, but try, um, facebook marketplace and like crossfitters in columbus
0: trial I, I tried and my friend sprinkles tried and he keeps sending me these bikes from 1950 and i'd have to put my jack lane workout suit on
1: <laughs> get you one of those uh the gazelles is that what they
2: <laughs> are yeah.
0: oh, there's a
2: there's a there's another one on facebook called rogue recycler mm that um that you could look into and i'll keep an eye on them there's a gym in
0: this. michigan if you want if i want to drive up there to pick it up okay. mm, hell no not right now yeah so that
1: well i'll look i'll get on there too and hunt for you
0: yeah we've been looking for since saturday did, getting... you did you put,
1: sign up oh sorry go ahead. did you put in search of did you say like is anybody selling this or did you just go and look
0: i just went and looked
1: so you have to advertise that you're looking. Yeah, good point. Okay, I got you. I'll
2: yeah, because you out. never know. Because people might not think to put one out there, and then be like, well, "Well, this guy needs one," and you know, I don't, I could. Um, I forget what I was gonna say now.
0: All right.
2: Oh, did you um did you sign up for email alerts? If if and when Ro gets them back in stock. Yes. Okay, so just keep refreshing your mail, then, because that happens sometimes too. Yeah, I to uh. It.
0: Yeah. I was just hoping that she had a backdoor channel that I could at least just oh, for sure. get one, but I'll just make you the best just of sneak it. Sneak
2: over, sneak over to the warehouse and just, you know, flash them yeah.
1: your badge and just go into their gym and
0: my, my roll of cash. Echo. bike. Yeah. <laughs> got any echo bikes in there.
1: Yeah. They good luck. Cause they won't even let you pick up any kind no, of equipment.
0: Right I know. And I probably have to pay shipping.
1: You will. And that
0: sucks. Yeah. Actually they have, they have the assault bikes on Amazon with, if you're prime, free it's shipping. free shipping. Mm. So I don't know.
2: You can always just get the air assault now. And then in another six months, sell it, you know, buy the Echo, sell the, sell the assault. Cause you yeah. know, that'll, you'll be able to move that too. I sold mine in like a day.
0: True that. <clears throat> okay.
2: We're just full of good ideas, aren't we? Yeah, we are. <laughs>
0: Any problem uh, solvers any any good wads this week
1: uh i mean did we talk last time after i did reap i did the repeat of 14.1 yes okay well i worked on split jerks today and i hit my previous pr so that made me happy um, oh good because I, I i was really close to getting a pr put two and two and a half on. i think i could but i ran out of time but i was feeling good and to me um that was the best part is that I had the confidence to go for it because usually that's where I'm lacking. Like I get scared and I'll freak out and I won't do it. But this time, like Mm -hmm. I was confident enough to try it. And so I think if I would have had more time I might've been able to knock it out.
2: How does your split jerk uh, weight
1: compare to your clean and jerk weight? So my split jerk weight is about 165 um, Mm -hmm. and then my clean max that I just got was like 162. Okay.
2: Good. That's good.
0: Yeah. My, my workouts have just been body weight, trying to get the back healed and um, doing all the exercises I've been given. Um, so nothing super fun, just kind of getting through and making sure everything's still going well, but it is. Mm-hmm. So
2: that's awesome. My folks did some incline bench with dumbbells today. Cause I got my new incline bench. Ooh. So that was fun. They were like, my shoulders really hurt. <laughs> I'm like, mm, yeah, that'll yeah. happen. Yeah. That's been
0: fun. Any family news this week?
1: No? I Valentine's don't... Day? What'd you guys do for Valentine's Day? Nothing. We don't do it. We don't do <laughs> <laughs> see on purpose. So our thing is that we don't buy something just to buy something because it's the holiday. Mm-hmm. I would rather him if if he's out and thinking of me pick something up because it was that day he was thinking of that's more than a holiday
0: you're such a hippie
1: yeah do you do anything for the kids amy on valentine's day or uh on my way home from the gym that day i stopped at walgreens and got them a card and a little bit of candy oh that was nice Mm
2: -hmm. yeah i got my husband a card and some candy i forgot to give him the card it's still in the back seat of my car Mm -hmm. um unsigned so maybe I'll save that for next year (laughs) I did give him a little candy and it was just you know for Dex's sake it was the Reese's peanut butter hearts because it's got the very good ratio of lots of peanut butter and just a little bit of chocolate that he likes Um, my kids had both of their boyfriend and girlfriends over and we had a big like takeout Italian dinner um, Sunday night which was nice
0: yeah we did we did brunch with uh, our best friends and uh, nice, healthy, nutritious brunch. It was awesome. Uh, they've been so supportive in my nutrition, uh, through this. And then, um, Julie and I bought a light fixture for each other and not the one that I just installed, but one that's going to go over our dining room table. That's much bigger than what we have. It's going to be more of a feature piece than, than just a light. So,
2: yeah. Are you, will you be installing that one as well?
0: Uh, that one, I cannot do solo. It, it's way too big. And we have to move the junction box.
2: Mm, okay. So a little more involved.
0: Yeah. So sprinkles can is going to come over and we're going to do it together. Um, but it's, yeah, someone's going to have to hold it while one wires it because there's no way that you could.
2: Yeah. And I, I've done that before. And like, you think you're fit. And then if you have to sit with something either here or even here, for like a long period of time, you know, I'm not holding that for 19 minutes, like Taylor Williams.
0: Sin, so. yeah, the one I installed yeah, yesterday was everything my back could handle. <laughs> so I have my hands above my head wiring that. And then yeah. finally my daughter came over and held like all the pieces of it
2: mm-hmm. so that
0: I could at least get it wired. And then, yeah, but it was yeah, crazy.
2: I get, my shoulders get sore when I fold laundry if I'm sitting down cuz and I fold laundry like at, you know, shoulder height and I'm doing this and folding the things, like I get sore shoulders. And I think to myself, I am a fit person. I know I am. But like why does that happen to me? Yeah. It's frustrating.
0: Any other big updates? I got my cast off today.
2: Oh. This is true.
0: Right leg cast gone. Just have a s- compression sock on.
1: It feels so weird,
0: feels so weird. Like my ankle can move freely. It's really, really bizarre, um, but I'm loving it. And my nutrition plan is going so well.
2: That's great.
0: I am down 22.8 pounds. Very cool. In three and a half weeks. Um, and it just- and you're
2: not hungry.
0: Never. Never. And it's not restrictive. Like I'm eating carbs. I'm eating, you know, I'm just making sure they're good.
2: Yeah.
0: But like, I don't even have any cravings right now. So it's been awesome. And Cheryl's off this week. So I, it's a week going solo. Like she's available by text if I really, really need her, but, Mm -hmm. um, but she's on vacation this week. So,
2: Good.
0: but all right. Well, now we get to go to the silly questions. And the first one is, what is your favorite and least favorite open workout? And we're gonna go, Cat, Amy, Me. Okay.
2: So my most favorite is, fourteen point five, which is also sixteen point five. And and I'll clarify, my most favorite, most favorite, um, fourteen was the first year that I did the open. Um, I was higher ranked in that workout than any other of the workouts that I had done. So I was super proud of myself because I'm super competitive and, you know, wanted to do well. And I got like a four minute PR on that workout in 16.5. It was um, just so people, if they don't remember, it was um, thrusters and burpee over bar.
0: 21, 18. What's that? Was it 21, 18, 15, 12? Sure Nine, was all the way to three, six three.
2: <laughs> all the way. Yes. And what was unique about that one for me was that I had to do it. I was traveling. I was actually at my dad's house. So I had to do it at CrossFit North Myrtle beach.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, So here I am. It's my first open. It's the fifth week. You know, I'd only hadn't been doing CrossFit even a year yet, maybe seven months. And I go into this CrossFit gym and say, you know, Hey, I'm doing the open. Can I do this workout? And they're like, sure. You know, after class, this guy, Matt will be your judge. And so I did it. It was just he and I, there was no fanfare. It wasn't a Friday night lights. It was just me grinding through the workout. And I think I mentioned this to you guys before, but he kept telling me to use my shoulders, use my shoulders, use your shoulders. And it's like the worst cue anybody could give you during that workout. Cause I had no fucking idea what he was talking about. Um, but it turned out afterwards, he told me that I wasn't putting the bar in a front rack position in my thrusters. I was holding it out here. <laughs> Oh. The entire time doing my thrusters because, you know, I just wasn't that good and wasn't really aware. But, you know, he kept saying, use your shoulders, use your shoulders. So I learned later as a coach, like make sure if you're giving a cue that somebody actually understands what you're trying to tell them. And he wasn't a coach, by the way. So it wasn't like dogging on him. He was just another member kind enough to, to stick around for me, but it was pretty funny. And <laughs> your least? Um, my least favorite I'm going to say is the dumbbell snatch box jump over seventeen point one jump
1: over seventeen point one maybe yeah but it was a burpee box jump over
2: yeah and so here's the reason why so I actually would probably like that workout now um, but it was one of the very first well it was the very first workout where they introduced dumbbells yep right and so nobody knew how to do a dumbbell snatch correctly my hands were all tweaky this way and that way and. You know, nobody knew how to reset at the bottom of one or where to switch hands and things like that. Um, I did it on Friday. Um, It was the first workout that I ever considered redoing because I just wasn't very happy with my score. Um, And when I woke up on Monday morning to do it in my garage, my back was so sore that I could barely get the box out to set it up for the workout and it made me realize that I wouldn't do it again and that it would be my worst open workout ever.
0: <laughs> what killed hurt, me
2: I mean it hurt me so badly.
0: What killed me on that workout is the standard of not putting your off hand on your leg. Yeah. I got no reps so many times for that. Oh,
2: did you?
1: Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. No, I just for me it was just like a brand new and I probably could knock that workout out now no problem like setting up in like a better position on the floor and, you know, my transitions would be better and things like that. But that, I mean, I've never been in so much pain where I literally like tried to get the box out, was gonna set up the camera in my garage all by myself to redo it. And I was like, there's no way I can do this. No way. I broke, I went spinal on that one. Oh yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> all right, Amy. Um,
1: My favorite one is 16.3 which was, um, seven minutes of 10 power snatches at 55 and then three bar muscle-ups. Mm-hmm. Um, one, I just like bar muscle-ups. I mean, I, I'm not great at them, but I could do them. And what's that for?
2: Oh, sorry. What? Um, I had an itch. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wait till
1: you're my Um, but I just, I like them. And so like, Um, there was just a lot of energy because I remember I was going at the same time as two of our elite head coaches and like I was getting the most cheers just because you know it was a newer movement for me and people were more excited to see me get them than these two guys just knock them out so um, that was that Um, my least favorite 14.5 and (laughs) 16.5 See, so we aren't that alike, everyone, that well, we're like clones. I did very well on them, but I went to a very dark place. Mm-hmm. And I also was out of town. The first one I was, um, no, the first one I did it 14.5, I did it and then went left to go out of town. And 16.5, I did it in Orlando, Florida. And I remember it being so hot and almost like blacking out when I was mm-hmm. completed. But I think I did, I got like a three minute PR on it too, so. That's awesome. And
0: wasn't
2: 15.5 like, um, thrusters and rowing.
0: We're, we'll talk about that.
2: Okay. Oh, sorry. Cause that was another, <laughs> that's another one of my favorites. If I have to add another one. Oh my gosh. My least favorites are your feet. I know. Sorry. All right. Well, the bar track. muscle ups, I will, I will tell you, Amy, the bar muscle up one. So for myself, not the greatest cause I didn't have bar muscle ups at that time to be able to do them, but as a coach and as a mother and a woman and an athlete, as, um, a, as a person, it was great to see because so many people got their first muscle ups during Mm -hmm. that workout. And so it was nice. They could do the 10 snatches and just sort of spend the rest of the time, like trying to get a bar muscle up. And I liked the, the way it was set up. It wasn't like you started out with the hard movement. You could get a score Mm -hmm. um, and try it a whole bunch of times, right. Over the weekend. So it was, it was really fun to watch people be successful in that one. So that is, that is a good one. Although not my favorite. Mm -hmm.
0: So since you already mentioned it, my least favorite was 14.5, no, you
2: mean
0: 15.5. 15.5, 15.5. Um, I got done with the 21 calorie. So it was 27, 21, mm-hmm. 15, nine calorie row and thruster. thruster. And I got done with the 21 and I literally walked out the door of the gym and I wasn't <laughs> going to come back. And then I thought, this is stupid. You're not a quitter. And I went back in and I finished the workout. Oh. I may have thrown up too.
2: And so. those didn't have time caps, right?
0: No, that yeah. was go till you finish. That was just,
2: you have to finish.
0: And the crazy thing was, that was when my daughter had really just kind of gotten into CrossFit and she killed me. <laughs> killed me. She, that probably was her favorite workout ever. Interesting.
1: Yeah.
0: And she killed it. My favorite workout ever was 14.3. I
1: I bet I know. The deadlifts, box jumps? Yep. Yep. Yep.
0: I knew it. It was the 10 deadlifts, 15 box jumps, 15 deadlifts. And it Mm -hmm. went from, and it added five deadlifts every time. It went 135, 185, 225, 275, 315. And at that point, I'd never, I'd never gone over 275 on a deadlift. Oh, wow and i got 12 at 315 in that Very workout cool. um and the entire gym erupted and jumped on me after i was done
1: you should put that video on her
0: because i killed it yeah i do have i have the video somewhere
2: it's on yeah, i have pictures i have pictures hermida doing 14.3 the the t- for the year of 14 our gym was I think started in 13 and so it was pretty new to the scene. And um they didn't start Friday night lights, I don't think, until like fifteen or sixteen. So in fourteen it was me and like a few coaches that were only doing the open and we had to do them at these like weird times with just a couple people judging each other. So there wasn't like a whole lot of fanfare and, and whatnot, which which makes a huge difference.
0: It does. You know,
2: it's cool that story that you say, like people jumping on you at the end. I love it.
0: Yeah, it just I was in the zone that day. I don't know, like it's that one of those days you just feel like you can do anything. Yeah, and that's the day uh, I just felt like that. So
2: very cool.
0: Well, let's move on because we are running a little bit long. So let's move on to Eric Rosa. Mm-hmm. S- silly question number two: N- Name what your favorite change that Eric Rosa has implemented implemented so far. And we'll go, Amy. Uh, this,
1: I'm not as prepared for this one, but I'm just going to go with what he's doing as far as um, uh, bringing diversity and bringing awareness with diversity into
0: the into the space. And we kind of talked about that in the opening segment about his round town hall uh, about that, and and he is doing a great job with that.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna. I've, I've got sort of two things. The one I'm going to expand on what we what you talked about the sort of onboarding on ramping thing because I've always hoped, I had, I had always hoped that CrossFit put on some kind of a, not a level one, let's call it a level 0.5, right? Like intro to CrossFit type of a curriculum. And I was hoping that it would be free. Um, I don't think this onboarding thing is going to be free, but they didn't discuss price points and things like that. I'd be very surprised if it was um, and delighted. Um, but I'm just glad that they've got something out there now, finally, for people that are just exploring it, that it's one thing to look on the website and see the workout of the day, but it's quite another for someone to actually walk you through it, someone like Chuck, um, you know, to give you some encouragement and to sort of um, put it in layman's terms and let you see sort of what's possible because I think the concept of scaling is sort of lost on people as well. for them to be able to go and explain that and then have then the avenue for people to get sort of ushered or shepherded into an affiliate, I think is awesome. So I'm very excited about that. I know they've only, they're only launching it like in two markets right now and they're gonna expand it later on and get people on board. I mean, I hope that, you know, my affiliate can be a part of, you know, that onboarding process. I think it's awesome, awesome, awesome. And my second thing, just super sort of um, secondary, I used to feel like, so pre-Eric, I didn't feel like I could voice my opinion about things in the CrossFit space without repercussions. I mean, and I'm talking to the point where I thought someone would yank my level three credential if I said something wrong or posted something that I didn't agree with or something like that. And it made it really hard to feel like you had a voice in the space. <clears throat> and I don't feel that way anymore. With Eric at the helm and with the people that he has in place, I feel a little more protected in my opinions. And and that, and I haven't had an, you know, there hasn't been a reason for me to sort of disagree vehemently about anything, but I just feel a little more comfortable having a voice um, without repercussions. I think I think the environment prior to was kind of toxic. And a little bit of like um, battered child syndrome type mentality. And I, and I don't feel that way anymore. And I'm very happy that, that I don't. And I hope others, if they felt that way before, are also feeling more positive.
0: So I put two down just in case one of you took one of mine. Um, mm-hmm. But you didn't. And so the first one I'm just going to put is transparency. The fact that they're having these quarterly roundtables that... Eric Rose is going on podcast to talk about what's going on. We never got that before. It was always like under cover of night.
1: Right, the veil of
2: darkness.
0: Yeah, and it was that. And so I really appreciate the fact that he's coming out and addressing it as a community, right? Not a dictatorship, but a community that comes together and talks about things. And then the other thing is just the overall relaxed feel. The fact that we have a CEO that will play guitar and hang out with people and let them video him, um, that he will do wads at the CrossFit games after the day's over, uh, just to kind of try it out. Um, and he, he's meeting with affiliates, athletes, uh, everyday people to find out their opinions of what's going on and not just sitting at HQ, uh, being told what, is being seen and a good example is the dave castro we're getting on instagram now is much freer and open would he have done a boxing match with josh bridges under the old regime
2: right right
0: and he's sharing posts about people that are tagging him and stuff that you never saw before and so he dave's becoming more a part of the community as just this villain that that tells us what awful thing he's going to put us through during the open
1: more than just a prick.
0: Yeah. So then uh, let's go to next week's guest. Um, We got this interview uh, pretty recently. Um, We actually did it last night. We're recording on Tuesday. We're releasing it on Monday because uh, it's important. Um, And it's a great conversation and it's with uh, two amazing individuals One is Elijah Muhammad, who you probably all know, and his business partner, Patrick Ford, and they have started what is called Project Onyx. And you find out why it's called Project Onyx in this interview, and you find out what all that is about, but it is really about um, giving health and fitness to the underserved and underprivileged uh, in the Des Moines, Iowa community. And they also talk about their Um, plans for expansion um, and how you can get involved in all of that and so it is it's an amazing conversation and uh, I think it's one of the best interviews we've done uh, during this podcast and I can't wait for you guys to hear it.
2: Yeah super important.
0: So best thing from the internet let's go I'll start this one Um, and this one is uh, I bit the bullet and I paid seven dollars to become a Patreon of the you Buttery did. Bros. Is it worth it? Uh, yeah.
2: Okay. Can I have your password, username, and password, please? <laughs> that is off-camera talk.
0: I was gonna say I got I got my uncle Biff's uh, password and username. username and password. <laughs> yeah, but no, I bit the bullet and hit paid seven bucks, um, and I watched Dubai. I haven't watched Waterpalooza yet. It just came out, I think, today. Mm-hmm. Um, Dubai is awesome it's the best thing I've seen on the internet this week uh, some of the some of the cool things are a uh, friend of the show Carolyn Prevost. Uh, they interview her coming off of acid bath and she's talking about how her legs don't work anymore <laughs> and that it's not fair for short girls to have to put themselves through that um, there's a part where Sam Briggs talks about that she just, and these are people we just interviewed. So it was really cool. Sam Briggs talks about, she went to Dubai just to earn enough money to go to Australia, which I think she actually mentioned on our yeah. podcast Yeah. and couldn't believe that she was one point in front of Jamie Green for first place going into the last event. And she figured I'm this close. I might as well go win it.
2: Yeah.
0: And then um, the Laura Horvath, Horvath story uh, is it's pretty eye opening. Um, the mental aspect that she was going through during Dubai and Michelle Latandra trying to coach her through that. And it, it, at points, Michelle's just like, I can't be in her head. At this point, it's on her. And it's just, it was, it was really, really telling. Um, but it's interesting because Sarah's in this one a, a lot as well. And we talked about earlier in the show her mindset. Every time she made a mistake, she was beating herself up Mm -hmm. after the event, like hammering herself. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the part that she needs work on is she needs to let that one go and move on to the next one. And she ended up taking third at Dubai that day. So it wasn't like she had a terrible performance, but every little mistake she just beat Mm -hmm. herself up on.
2: Now, uh-huh. now, Scott, um, I get my years confused, and, and I think Dubai was in December one year and maybe in January another year. So which there have been two Dubai CrossFit championships that I've like taken notice of. The first one was the one that Cole Mertens went to, and it was the sand run, and Matt wasn't at. And then there was a second one that Matt went to that Katrin had to pull out of. Am I getting okay. those right?
0: Opposite Matt went to the Sand Run, didn't go to the Catrin one.
2: The one where Catrin had to pull out.
0: Right. This is the okay. Matt went to with the Sand Run.
2: Oh, so this is the f- the one the that happened one. in 19. 2019 or or late 18 for it the was late 18 season.
0: for the 19 season.
2: Thank you. Okay.
0: Yeah, all of these are from that the first year of sanctionals.
2: Got it. Thank you for clearing that up because that would have bugged me, but. Um, yeah. My favorite line from that is when Matt Fraser, when he hears they're giving 30 grand out to the thing and he says, somebody's blacking out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like like the best.
0: Yeah. And there's there's other great stuff in there. Matt, it, there's other great Matt stuff in there. Okay. You know, he always is, he's always saying something that it, it's funny after acid Bath they're all laying on the floor and he's going, I'm in so much pain that I can't get up. And I'm thinking everybody's going to think we're a bunch of bums, just like laying around, but the entire field. And they showed like street Horner having to to bear crawl to get to the end. And then they, they show all the women doing the same thing. Laura Horvath won that event and she was unaffected. Mm. And that's, what's, I think the frustrating part, for Michelle and for Laura's fans is that there's that capability for her to do things that are like untouchable by others, but just can't,
2: can't put it all together. Yeah. She's got that God given talent and, and, and wherewithal. And then just, yeah, it is frustrating. I'm sure for a coach, hopefully just as frustrating for Laura. Yeah. Yeah, That's that's who it has to be frustrating for
0: So definitely worth checking out. It's definitely going to be worth the seven bucks. It's like an hour for each one. So it'll be like three-hour mini series for seven bucks. I love it. So, all right. So, Kat, you go.
2: So mine is not CrossFit related. Um, I've gotten into this weird docu space in YouTube. I'm not sure how it happened, but I stumbled upon a documentary, and then you know how when you once you watch something, you get some suggestions and things. Um, and actually, maybe I saw this guy on TikTok. But there is um, sort of like a docu-series called Soft White Underbelly. And it's on YouTube and it's by this photojournalist or, or journalist named Mark lieta And he does these like 30 to 50 minute interviews. And they're very, um, very artistic. Like there's, it's a black and white image of this person with like a black background. And they're just these beautiful images of people with all kinds of, you know, dimension to them, and it's it's literally like Janet the crack addict, or John the pedophile, or Tom the pimp, um, or I mean, you name it. The Sally the tra- sex trafficking victim, and like deep dark stuff but like fascinating. And, and these interviews are just, there's one with this guy. He's a homeless guy that got like half of his face shot off, you know, year, in years past who this guy just goes out on the street and just kind of talks to these people and gets them. And, you know, I'm sure he reimburses them or, or does something. There's, there's gotta be some motive for them to do it, but there's like one woman that he interviews, you know, there's like a part one, a part two, a part three, he'll go back like a year later and interview her again. And, you know, she's, an addict and talks about how she almost got killed by a serial killer, but like helped the police to to catch him because he didn't kill her. <laughs> you know, and, and you don't even really know if the stories are true or not, but she's such a wonderful storyteller. And it's just, it's intriguing. I don't know, I, I, I'm in a weird spot right now <laughs> with, with watching these, but they are so well done. Um, So it's called Soft White Underbelly. If you look on TikTok too, he's got like excerpts from some of the interviews and that's what got me hooked and I started watching it. So now I'm like, just sort of scrolling through. There's like a hundred of them. Um, and they're just, they're very moving. Wow. Sorry, not, not CrossFit related, but that's the whole I'm in right now.
0: <laughs> Amy?
1: Well, we already kind of touched on it, but mine is the Dave Castro, Josh Bridges little taunting. Um, before, you know, just watching it was just the boxing stuff. But <laughs> the day he, he posted on there, you know, like top five Dave moments that er, moments from the games. And he talked about when that time when Josh Bridges threw a timber tantrum because he, he wasn't able to do a 405 pound deadlift and he showed the video of it. It just was cracking me up um, about the taunting with it. So.
2: Didn't, didn't Dave repost uh, something about Dan Bailey agreeing to do masters and how Josh should like take notes or something?
0: I think he did.
2: I think he, I mean, I think I took, he took a shot at him for that too. He said something like, cause he doesn't want to get beat by his peers or, you know, it was, yeah, it was, it was dirty.
0: Wow. Well, that's our show. Make sure you like subscribe and comment. Uh, That helps our algorithm that helps us communicate with you as to what's going on. Tell us what your favorite and least favorite open workout was um, or the things you're happy about with the direction CrossFit's heading in. Um, or if you have found something on the internet, internet that's better than what we found, uh, share that as well. Also got to give a big shout out to RX Smart uh, The open's coming, get that jump rope, uh, go to rxsmartgear.com, plug in the code Clydesdale15, all caps, get 15% off your order, excluding new arrivals and special editions. And with that, we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends.